Hey guys, it is the 15th of February and currently it is 5.06pm. My name's Alicia, I am from Sydney, Australia. Now, I'm in no means a financial analyst or advisor, but I've taken a huge interest in cryptocurrency. I've been following crypto for around two years now, which obviously doesn't make me an expert. The reason I wanted to start a podcast is because as a complete and total noob, um, a lot of the crypto pods I've been listening to seem a little bit too advanced for my liking. I wanted something a little bit more layman's term. You know, it's totally fine if you want to be a little bit more serious, if you have millions and millions of dollars invested, but I currently don't. So I wanted to bring you something a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit of a softer approach where I take you from basically knowing nothing to knowing slightly more about this new concept that we will almost probably have to adopt at some point or the other. I've already noticed a lot of places have been accepting cryptocurrency, so it's weird to kind of see places advertised as accepting Bitcoin or or alternative currencies. I did see in the media last week that MasterCard is going to, I think by the end of the year, they said enable certain cryptocurrencies. I haven't decided which ones yet, but they will be doing that before the end of the year. They're going to figure out which ones I think are the most stable, the most secure. And then once they've figured that out, they're going to add that to their little card. PayPal as well in the US, I believe, is now allowing you to keep your cryptocurrency tokens or coins, whatever you want to call it, in your PayPal wallet, which is a pretty big deal because, uh, you know, you can pretty much buy or use PayPal for anything these days. So what I do know is that when I started my journey of finding out more about what conspiracy theorists would say is a step closer to a digital currency is that I have no idea what I was doing or looking for or what all the names meant, what all the ups and downs, the greens and reds, all of that kind of thing. I had no idea what I was looking at. The only thing that I knew about cryptocurrency was one word, and that was Bitcoin. The only reason I knew about Bitcoin was because I'd seen it on so many social media sites. I saw it all over Facebook, uh, Google, news websites, the internet, whatnot. So that's basically the only reason I knew what it was. But I was always kind of intrigued by the whole system because I actually like cash. I like the feel of it. I like holding it. I like collecting it. So it's kind of a weird concept that eventually we're going to have a currency that we can't even touch or feel. But before I get into Bitcoin and all the other altcoins, now PS, I'll also get to the lingo, which will probably come in really useful to any of you that are going to go on Reddit crypto threads or any other crypto communities, because a lot of them speak in a terminology which I had completely no idea. I found I was Googling most of the words or asking people what they were. So I will run through a little bit of the lingo with you guys in a little bit. What we'll start off with is what cryptocurrency actually is. So it is a digital currency. It's a decentralized system um, of exchange that uses a cryptography system. Now, cryptography is kind of like a security 
code system. So basically by using cryptography in the code of a cryptocurrency, it allows for information to be encoded and decoded whilst making it possible for the transactions to remain secure and anonymous. So basically you can get things done without people knowing what you're doing. There is a blockchain, I believe, which is the ledger. So blockchain technology, a digital currency or decentralized system of exchange that uses a cryptography system as security, which is cryptocurrency. We've already been through that. It uses blockchain technology. Now, blockchain technology is basically a decentralized ledger of transactions. So every time someone buys or sells or trades Bitcoin could be all put through a blockchain. It's made up of little blocks, which then create a chain, which you can't physically see, but that can be operated without a central authority. That's a little bit about what, you know, it sort of means a little bit digital currency it's strange it's a new concept which most of us you know don't really understand quite yet as it's such a new thing although it has been going on since i believe 2010 was the first i'll get to that in a little bit a bit of the history of bitcoin but you know some of you i guess may be holders of for quite a long time but if you've been bitcoin holders for quite a long time i doubt you'd be here because you would already know everything that i'm about to tell you it's a bit of a known it's a bit of a weird it's a bit of a deep dive into i guess the dark i'm going to deliver some weekly knowledge for you in this podcast called crypto convo it's going to be you know you hopefully you're all going to learn a few things you're going to gain a better understanding of the new digital concept that we're all going to have to eventually abide by um, most of you that have joined me i'm going to hope it's not just my husband and my mom and dad will already know you know most of the basics of it but for those of you that don't i'm here for you so don't stress it's all fine before we go on i'm going to go through some of the keywords that you're going to need if you're going to start your own little or big crypto journey i should say i shouldn't just say little just in case you're going to be investing a shit ton of money which is fine but also don't forget guys it is a risk like the stock market or like any other things that are going to go up everything must come down at some point so please 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 do not spend your hard-earned savings that you are going to use for your mortgage or rent or car payments or anything like that only is disposable income what you can afford let's go down to let's do a little actually let's do a little bit of an alphabetic we'll start with an ATH an ATH in capitals when you see that it means an all-time high basically when a coin hasn't been at the price that it's been ever before it's at its highest that's it can't go any higher well it can go higher but at the moment that's where it's staying it's good you should probably sell well actually i'm not going to give you financial advice if you want to sell sell if you want to hold hold do what you want to do next we're going to go to alts or alternate coins an alt is a crypto currency other than a bitcoin coins like cardano which is ada or ripple which is xlm no, it's not. It's XRP. Stellar's XLM. Guys, I'm going to stuff up a lot, but I will try to correct myself every time I do. If you find that I haven't corrected myself, please hit me up and say to me, you're an idiot. You're saying the wrong things. You're teaching everyone the absolute wrong thing. So the next thing we're going to go to is bearish. Bearish is when you're expecting a decrease in price or when you're going to start noticing things be in the reds. Uh, whenever you see reds, it's generally not a good thing, but 
you know, also don't focus too much on it. I do know a lot of people do tend to check their uh, wallets or the prices every, you know, half an hour or something. Try not to do that because you're going to focus too much on it and really you don't want to make it your life's work. Next will be bullish, which is when you're expecting a price rise or when you're going to be looking at things which are in the green which let's be honest everybody loves it when you wake up and all of your coins are in the greens the next we're going to move on to cold storage so cold storage is when you have your cryptocurrencies stored offline so not in an online wallet generally i would say it would probably be on some sort of hardware now next we're going to go to a dip dip is when a price tends to go low 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 which is generally a good time to buy sometimes you will find that they'll stay in a dip for a little while but you will see most people say buy at a dip FOMO everyone already knows this one because let's be honest we've probably already felt it by now in one way or another whether it's got to do with a digital currency or not HODL not hold that was definitely not a mess up hodl spelled h-o-d-l does mean hold but purposely is spelt hodl now it's not i guess purposely because it was an internet stuff up i'm pretty sure someone asked on a reddit thread years ago whether they should hold but instead of typing hold they typed h-o-d-l and they ended up getting roasted and for some reason it ended up sticking so that's just what we're gonna do for some reason, it really, really bothers me that it's spelled H-O-D-L and not H-O-L-D. But I'm just going to have to learn to live with it because apparently it's here to stay and it's not going because everybody on the internet's adopted it and now there's memes and everything. So there's no chance of that getting away from us. Next word, guys, is mooning. So no pants are definitely taken off in the process of mooning for this one. Mooning is when the prices go crazy. So on the internet, you'll see a lot of people when they're talking about their cryptocurrencies or certain cryptos that they want to increase the prices of, people always say that, you know, let's take it to the moon or it's going to reach the moon or I don't know why they say the moon. Maybe it's got something to do with Elon Musk being a space guy and he's got so much Bitcoin and his pocket, his hands in so many other pockets probably to do with cryptocurrencies. So I don't know, but you know what? Let me find that one out for you guys because I do actually want to know why. Now the next word is ticker. So ticker are the coins abbreviated names. So for example, like I said before, Cardano is ADA or Ethereum is ETH. So it's basically when you go on to whatever exchange that you're going to use for the cryptocurrency, you'll generally have to type in their ticker name and not their actual name. I've tried to use actual names for certain coins before and they never came up until I added their ticker name. So that's a good word to know. Fiat is the next one. So fiat is a government issued currency basically so australian dollar us dollar canadian dollar any government issued currency will be known as a fiat currency on the in the cryptocurrency world i kind of like it but then every time i say it it reminds me of the car so it's kind of weird the next one will be a whale so a whale is someone who owns a shit ton of crypto i would probably say elon musk is a whale Tesla's definitely a whale after buying like one and a half billion Bitcoin. But yeah, so someone who has a lot of Bitcoin. There's not really a name for someone who doesn't have a lot, but we should probably find out one because that would be funny. Pump and dump. So it sounds a bit gross, but let's go on with that one. So a pump and dump is not exclusive to crypto, but used in investing, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that one because I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they do use it in just your average stocks and stuff as well. So this basically means that a group of people you would have 
possibly see that if you've been following Dogecoin for the last month or two months, you may have seen a massive pump and dump with Doge. So it basically means when a group of people wanting to make some quick coin buy crazy large amounts of of the coin to raise its price, hence the pumping, only to then sell it sell their assets to make huge profits while devaluing the coin really so hence then they're dumping it which is why it's called a pump and a dump so you would have noticed that about a month ago i think the prices for doge went up drastically and it was just everywhere there were memes about it on the internet elon musk was tweeting about it it was just really crazy so the prices did go up high uh but then as high as they did go and as quick as they went up they ended up going down as well and I think they're like not to say that they're back to what they were before but I think they're on the slow decline anyway the next word that we have is wrecked so basically you're wrecked you've put too much money into a failing crypto and it's failed to give you returns and so you're wrecked I don't know why they've spelt it r-e-k-t because I feel like it needs to stand for something or I don't know I don't know why they couldn't have just spelled it the right way. Either way, that's what it means. Sounds, but It sounds totally funny, but it isn't when you're down on your hard-earned cash. So none of us, trust me, want to get wrecked ever. Satoshi, you'll notice the word Satoshi a lot, especially if you're reading about Bitcoin or are on Bitcoin threads. It's the smallest measurement of a Bitcoin. So I think it is 100 millionth of one Bitcoin. And the name comes from Satoshi Nakamoto, which is... A fake name for the actual creator of Bitcoin, which fun fact, no one actually knows who he or she actually is, although they're probably the richest man or woman, I guess. Well, one of on the planet. It's really weird that it's a bit of a pseudonym. Someone out there has to know who this Satoshi Nakamoto character is. Now we're going to go on to... Now that I've caught you up with some of the lingo which hopefully you've paid attention to because I'll probably be using a lot of the words when I'm doing the podcast, mostly because they're they're so abbreviated and the real words are way too long for my liking. But don't worry, I'll always pretty much explain what I'm talking about if I feel like the articles I'm referring to are too technical or getting a little bit too technical and the words are getting a little bit too weird for us. I'll definitely um, break them down a little bit because when I sometimes read articles, I tend to do like a quick Google search or word search or even dictionary.com because I have no idea what they're actually saying. I just wanted to let you know, guys, that I'm still learning as we're going as well. So if I do make any mistakes, please hit me up and let me know because I'd love to be corrected because constructive criticism is always welcome in this house. Now onto the most famous crypto and the one most people would probably know about is Bitcoin or BTC as the ticker name says. So I've said before it was created by an unknown person. Well hopefully human although the way that 2020 went I totally would not be surprised if they weren't. Bitcoin is currently as of today which like I said before is the 15th of February 2021 is sitting at a cool $60,323.37 in Australian dollars. It was introduced to the world on the 31st of October 2008 and it took more than a year before Bitcoin's first transaction was made. So wait for this, you guys are actually going to freak when I tell you what the first transaction actually was if you don't already know what it is. On May the 22nd, 2010, a Florida local negotiated to have two Papa John's pizzas, that's right, you heard, two Papa John's pizzas valued at 25 US dollars to be delivered to his place for 10,000 Bitcoin. I did not stutter. Well, 
I did a little bit because I couldn't believe that two Papa John's pizzas that were valued at $25 ended up costing $10,000. But then again, don't forget, we're going back to the days where Bitcoin had no essential value and no one knew what was going to happen. So now that single transaction in 2010 established the first real life price or value on Bitcoin. So I think it was estimated at around four Bitcoins per penny, which like in this day and age, when you're looking at 60 grand a pop for one Bitcoin, you know, four Bitcoin per penny is sounding real good. Then we're going to, Bitcoin was then uh, available on exchanges. So uh, internet exchanges in 2010. So made it so much easier to sell, buy, trade and share whatever you needed to do with your Bitcoin. And then we move on to February 2011 when Bitcoin's price crossed a dollar. While we're still in February, we I just have to add that miners and coders in 2011 began to build other networks like Ethereum and Litecoin, which are ETC and LTC for the tickers, and started improving on the technology of Bitcoin. So then by June 2011, it came up to $31 before dipping back down. Then almost two years later, in April 2013, Bitcoin reached $200. By November 2013, it was worth $1,000. Then again, it multiplied by 10 by November 2017 and closed at a cool $10,000. From then, there was a slow decline till around the 26th of October 2020, which let's be honest, COVID would have had a huge impact in it because people just wouldn't have had the disposable income to throw into the Bitcoin. Um, But I think a lot of people would have just held onto it, not to mention the guy that only had two password guesses left for some ridiculous amount of Bitcoin that he had. And I think he's just going to be crying for the rest of his life. But on to the next. So now here we are in February 2021 and Bitcoin has reached over 60,000 Australian dollars. It's so crazy to think that two Papa John's pizzas are valued today at $600 million, like right now as we speak, or even a little bit more than that because I've calcu- I've rounded it down to 60000 So yeah, it's a lot of coin for not a lot of pizza. So those of you wanting to trade, I would recommend Binance. I've heard both pros and cons on Coinbase and Binance. I've listened to a couple of podcasts about both of them. I'll spare you the details, but in my opinion, Binance is the winner. It does work for me in terms of fees and being able to withdraw and being able to deposit through um, pay ID uh, without the actual, without uh, fees. I have heard Coinbase fees are pretty high, but don't quote me on that one. But I mean, like with everything, do your own research to find out what works for you because what works for me isn't always going to be what works for everybody else. So just make sure that you do do a little bit of research before you sign up. But all I do know is steer clear of Robin Hood. Robin Hood, you wouldn't think by the name, but I've read on different articles and also numerous Reddit threads and different crypto communities that even though you sign up for a Robinhood account and you purchase crypto through that account, you are not the sole owner of those coins or tokens. So 
there's a little bit of a discrepancy there with whether you own the coins outright or not. They were recently in the media, I'm not sure... It was probably about a month ago now, to be honest, but they were halting deposits on purchases. Yeah, it was in January. Sorry, end of January. So they were halting deposits on purchases in January, basically after seeing that Dogecoin spiked around 800%. So basically they stopped people from putting more money in so that, you know, essentially people would stop making a profit. On another note, Dogecoin is a super cute coin, by the way. Its logo is a Shiba Inu from Japan and it was created as a meme, but for some reason the solid internet fan base um, that wants to see it reach the moon. So that's another one. I, look, I wouldn't say invest your money. I'm not, look, in terms of investing, I'm not going to be giving anyone an advice as what they should and shouldn't be investing in. I'm just here to give you guys some knowledge on some of the things that I've learned, basic layman's terms of certain different cryptocurrencies. I'm also going to be here to give you guys a weekly update on prices that are rising, prices that are decreasing, what's trending at the moment in cryptocurrency, what has been in the media lately in regards to cryptocurrency, where, you know, certain countries are going to be sitting. I did read an article that said that India, I think this week, banned cryptocurrencies. So I'm going to look a little bit further into that for you guys for the next episode, just because I think it's really interesting. I think it'll be really interesting to see whether governments are going to start banning cryptocurrencies so that they can bring their own out that's pretty much it for today's episode ethereum is most likely the next coin to take off and i'll cover more about ethereum and how it began and how it started and where it's looking on the next episode as well as talking more about doge and how elon musk single-handedly tweeted out tweets that manipulated the market we'll talk about that next week a little bit but a little bit of housekeeping guys please if you like what you heard today subscribe and review the podcast i'd love for you guys to give me some constructive criticism if you think that i was talking too fast or if you don't want to hear more about what i've been talking about please also give me suggestions on what you think is vital in learning about cryptos if i haven't covered it yet also keep me posted on things that you want me to talk about in future episodes all in all i want to hear what you guys thought so thanks for joining me on the first ever episode of crypto convo and remember only spend disposable income please guys don't spend money that you don't have on crypto at the end of the day it is a risk so only spend what you would be happy to kiss goodbye so on that note i'm kissing you all goodbye thanks again and catch you next time on crypto convo mm-hmm.